It's Mosley. Boy, it's Wednesday. It's a little cloudy out, a little overcast. It has been that way for uh, for everything today. I tell you what, Stephen Simcox, though, Stephen and, and others at the company today, had we had some uh, issues with the equipment, and Stephen got right in there, rewired everything. Stephen, I don't know if that's an accurate way to put it, but you did some great troubleshooting. Uh, and with the help of our lead engineer, Gary Moss, Stephen Simcox, we just we put it all back together. And that is why we were able to come to you today. Stephen, let's hear your voice. I want to hear how you sound today, given the fact you had to. I mean, we're 30 minutes ago, it was like, are we going to be able to do this? Can we do the Mosley Simcox show? And now we're doing it. Um, Stephen, how, how, are you, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you to uh, Gary Moss, our owner, who came in and, and helped us out, even though he was out doing some other work. And uh, I, I called you. The reason you got a couple missed calls, Matt, was because people don't know this, but Matt is a very skilled engineer. It's one of his many talents. So I was really – I was trying to touch base with him so I could get some advice, but thankfully I was able yeah. to kind of figure it out on, on my own this time. I feel like I could troubleshoot pretty much any situation. Mainly I just bring a lot of trouble to any situation I touch. It's even part of life, though, is admitting it. You've got to admit things about yourself. And uh, so I, I realize it. I realize it. Uh, Stephen, there's a lot going on in the world of sports. I mean, I, I, the Buccaneers were, like, doing stuff today. I mean, I, that was kind of interesting to me. They were redoing all their budget. They got that Cameron Brait, that really good, I think he's a tight end or something. Um, he may be number 83, as I recall. But he, they did some stuff with him. They got Brait done. But I had some other news. Stephen, um, I, I want you to go ahead and play the breaking news sounder for this. Um. I have confirmed that tomorrow we just kind of waited, and obviously, obviously, this person uh, and I have been uh, have been talking throughout all this, and I had a lot of fun, and we've celebrated together, and uh, in, in, in just it's been exciting. And, but Stephen, I haven't even told you this because I wanted you to have a kind of a natural reaction to this. All right, um, the coach of the national champion. Baylor Bears. Stephen, go ahead and hit the sounder, please. I just felt like twice we needed that. Um, Scott Drew will join us at 120 tomorrow. All right. right. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott has been on with me for a long, long time, uh, and and we talk a lot, and this will be fun. We're going to have a long talk, and um, Stephen, I I think we've booked him – for we'll have to talk to uh, J-Mo about this. I think we booked him for a solid hour tomorrow. All right, so we'll need to go 120 to 220. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. We won't go that long, but, Steve, this will be fun. It's going to be a fun time to catch up on a lot of things. If our audience has been wanting to ask Scott something, hey, what do you think about this year's team coach? Who's coming back? Who's transferring in? Tell us about this transfer. I don't think he can talk about that guy. He hasn't signed yet. Steve, you remember that? Doesn't that seem like a long time ago we were talking about like a transfer from Arizona coming to coming to the Bears? I mean, that yeah, was that was was that this week or was that Friday? <laughs> that was not too long ago, but it feels like it was about a week and a half ago. Kim's gone. Kim's gone. We're just trying to all recover and move on with our lives. Um, you know, I I don't think I don't think uh, Kim's ready to do interviews. All right, and uh, 
Uh, and that may be, I think that's probably, uh, I'm not saying she won't do them with LSU folks, and I think there's a lot of excitement there. And uh, from what I'm told, boy, that SEC campus, everything, whoa, whoa, there's a lot to behold there. But we're going to hold off. We're going to hold off. But um, the good news is, Stephen, the way we handled things in a very kind of let's stick with the facts and let's talk to everybody and let's not take sides. Let's actually put our big journalistic caps on, and it has served us well. Okay, let's put it that way, Stephen. And uh, and so, anyway, we'll uh, hopefully have uh, Mac on soon. I have requested the president of Baylor University as well, and uh, and, and that's okay. Right now, Stephen, uh, everyone's deferring to Mac. So we'll just kind of we just, we just need Mac to come on. Mac, are you? Are you listening? Can you come on, like, here in the next five minutes or whatever? But, hey, we'll ask all the questions, um, and we'll we'll come, you know, high and tight. High and tight, Stephen. We've got questions. We'd like answers. So, at some point, hopefully, here in the next 24 hours, Mac will be on with me or Mac will be on with Tom. Stephen, if I'm nothing else, I'm a team player, right? So, I, I don't – just as long as he's on this station. Stephen, is that is that an accurate way to put it? That I'm yeah, a team player. Team player for sure. Okay, good. Maybe worry about your own stats too, but mostly a team player. <laughs> I take a lot of shots. I'm a volume shooter. Um, who do who have we reached out today, Steve? We're going to hear from a little bit more from Jim Nagy, uh, who did an interview with uh, with uh, Ed Werder and, and me, and uh, that that was really some good stuff. Talking about the Cowboys, what they're going to do at ten, Steve. We're almost there. It always kind of. I mean, it take, seems like it takes forever, and then one day, one day you're there. Whoa, whoa. Steven, we got some exciting. Don't we have a show coming up? Don't we have like a – in Barfield doing the game time? I mean, we, don't we have – some? I mean, that's a pretty cool thing coming up. Yes, uh, tomorrow, really from 3 to 6, because I believe Stretch is going to make some guest appearance as well from 4 to 6. But uh, Tom will be out there at Buffalo Wild Wings getting ready for the draft. So uh, swing by, say hi to him. And you'll get to hear some some good draft analysis from from him and Stretch and Garrett Ross to leading you up to uh, right up to that first pick there when uh, when the Jaguars are on the clock. There were a couple of prominent names, Stephen. I did not hear in that you said you said Glenn Stretch Smith, Tom Barfield, and Garrett Ross. I did not hear a Simcox, and I did not hear a Mosley. But you know what I'm going to do, Stephen? I'm going to call in. I'm going to. I'm just going to call in like a like one of our callers. I love our callers. By the way, you can always call us on the C- the um, Freddie Kish hotline. Uh, that's two five four six six two sixteen sixty, or you can text us CNC Collision Line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. I'm going to call into that show, Stephen. That so you're saying that's going to be like three to six? Okay. Yes, three to I six. I love that. Oh, man, I love I like going over there. You know, Tacker and I went over there recently. You know, they're not used to people coming in and asking for half and half tea, but they made it happen. We, we it was it was too we're both way too Baptist, Stephen, and I've got way too many pain meds in my system to be going in there asking for anything else. But we went in there around happy hour and we said, "Can we have some half and half tea?" <laughs> and they kind of looked at us and said, "Okay." Yeah, like whatever. half tea, half ice. <laughs> No, Stephen, you don't you don't know what half and half is. Yeah, I know what half and half is. It was it was a joke. Sorry. <laughs> I like. I'm sorry, Stephen. Like for a minute there, I thought the child of McGregor had not been exposed 
to half unsweet tea and half sweet tea. I mean, tea. we we just take it straight sweet in McGregor. Like, if you ask for half and half tea, they'll send you down the road. But Man, those church. Now, we used to have both. At the church, at First Baptist Kaufman, where I grew up, you'd have the, the big canister of the unsweet tea, and you could have the, the pure sweet tea. Stephen, how many packets of sugar or how many loads of sugar do you think that at Baptist circles they would have put in a in a sweet tea, like one one jug of sweet tea. How much sugar do you think they put in there? Can you imagine? The yeah, sugar? I would think it wouldn't fall under the like FDA recommendations. <laughs> FDA, who cares? Who cares? Hey, we're we got one shot at this life. Let's drink some sweet tea. Let's have a few sweet teas and let's move on with our lives. Okay, we're not gonna. If Simcox wants to count calories, he can. But I love a good half and half because you get the best of both worlds. It's not crazy sweet, but there is a little sweetness involved. Uh, and, boy, for years, Stephen, my mother-in-law has been trying to get me to stop drinking sweet and low with unsweet tea. But I just can't. The sugar, the regular raw sugar or just white sugar does not get the tea where you need it, whereas uh, sweet and low takes it to a really good level. Okay, text us if you agree with that or disagree, 254-662-1660. Stephen, what do you want to know from Scott Drew tomorrow? I mean, this is big. This is big. I mean, I, 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 I uh, and I think everybody needs a shot in the arm right now, okay? I mean, we can all say, hey, who's going to be the next coach? We can, we can try to get, but we're, I mean, it's a sad time. It's a dark day for Baylor. We've lost Kim. We've lost the great Mulkey. And I will not participate in all this. Well, this happened, and this happened, and here's why it happened. No, no, no. She's gone. Like, that's all that matters. I mean, we could talk to her blue in the face about where the arena's going to be and her name, and that. And I'll dig in as much as y'all want me to on all that stuff. But the bottom line is she's not here anymore. But Scott is. Scott remains with us. Stephen, if Scott left us, and let's say he announced it on our show tomorrow, I, I literally would just – I would just – I would never get out of bed again. You know what I mean? This is too much to handle, but he's not. Scott's, I think Scott's very happy. I think Scott's going to get a brand new extension, contract extension, and we'll all have some fun. We'll all have some fun together. But, Stephen, what you, is, there anything, is there anything you've been dying to ask Scott? You know, not you're just like, Scott, how does it feel to win a national? I'm talking about, like, anything. You're good at questions, Stephen. Is there anything, like, post-national title that, that that you've thought about wanting to ask Scott Drew? Because you'll get your chance tomorrow. Yeah, with all the – and I mean, I know they have some some key guys coming back. Hopefully Matthew Meyer's back. But I, I'm curious about some of these younger guys, like LJ Cryer. Um, you know, he was, he was in the mix a little bit at times. How big of a role does he take? I know it's early to, to be thinking about starting fives, Matt, but – some of those guys that didn't really play much in the national championship team, who is he most excited about seeing uh, develop this offseason? Well, I like that. Development of some of these other young players. And I think it was Jacus who told us in an empty gym, we're talking about like who would win a three-point shooting contest, that Cryer might do it. Now, what does that mean, an empty gym? Well, it just means nobody running at him, but that that shot is incredibly pure. Now, at some point, you know, he'll be asked next year to take that into the game. But I'll tell you what his shot reminds me of a little bit. And this will get people excited. I may run this by Scott. He's not as big as this guy, so don't say, oh, Mosley's saying he's like, he's like this guy. I, you know, Stephen, 
that you know how Clay Thompson shoots it, and it's that pure, uh, repetitive. Now, of course, Steph can shoot it from any angle. Steph's the greatest shooter of all time, but Clay, when he's on, there's a gorgeous, repeatable action that happens, and I feel like Cryer has a little bit of that. I mean, there, there's a repeatable thing that happens with his shot that if he if he can take that confidence level into games, I think that shot plays not only at, at the college three-point uh, stripe, but at the pros. Now, Stephen, the Arizona youngster can shoot it too. Now, this kid can fill it up. I mean, I, I, I – and then I got people, Stephen, when they're trying to guess like starting lineups for the Bears – I, I I think it's gotten really, really interesting, like they're saying. How can you not put the kid from Sunrise in? Uh, Kendall. You know, Kendall you know, Brown, remember? yeah. Kendall Brown. Is it Kendall with one L? Kendall Brown. What can Brown do for you? Well, he can <laughs> shoot the lights out. He can defend. He can do a lot. And then they got another commit the next year that Dylan's – who's that guy? Dylan, Hunter, Dylan, somebody. Whoa. Whoa, this is big time. And then, Stephen, there's a guy I've lost track of it. Usually I try to stay all over the recruiting. But uh, that guy with his last name, like Ty Ty or something. Now, I, I get excited about him. Ty Ty Washington? Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, he's a five-star uh, from Arizona. Yeah. And he they, Baylor's in on him for sure. Okay, I like Ty Ty. Stephen, I also like that three-star we got excited about yesterday. We made the fi- We made the final five. The Bears are in the final five. Steven, I didn't see the Frogs in there. I did not see the Frogs involved in that final five for that youngster. Listen, man, if, g- if, if they can't get a three-star from Cedar Hill, then Joe McGuire just needs to get, get to walking. <laughs> Steve, Joey, I'm sorry. Okay, that was not – I did not sign off on that comment. Okay, that's a frog hater. <laughs> What's your line if you can't find – Joey should that's not fair. Joey owns that district. He always will. Joey when Joey they won that state title like every year. I mean Joey was unbelievable at Cedar Hill. Um and Steven's just mad because I don't think TCU made that final five. TC, do you remember, Steven, who's on that list? It was kind of an interesting group. Um SMU, right? SMU's done really well recruiting Dallas in the last few years. I want to say the Mustangs might have made it. Yeah, they, they were in head? there. Um, I can't remember who, who all was in, but I know SMU was for sure. And they've done a great job. They hired uh, Rashad Samples, who was at Texas, but his dad, Reginald, is a longtime coach at Duncanville. And that was one of the smarter hires uh, I think anybody's made in a while, just having having him with that instant path to Duncanville kind of anytime he wants. They tell me that Chad Morris, who used to be the SMU coach, has been out on the recruiting path, Stephen. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if Duncanville, Cedar Hill, and all those schools that are so great in Midway's district, all those players went over to Allen. Golly, Morris recruiting. He did, couldn't get it done in Arkansas, but I bet he gets it done at Allen. Stephen, you know I have ties. It still didn't help me break any news on that front. I don't really get too involved on the high school uh, like breaking news front. I try to. Do it on the college level and the NFL level, but somebody Steven, tried to give you the Bryles to Mount Vernon scoop, and you were in the pool. I was in the swimming pool <laughs> when they were trying to tell me my contacts in Mount Vernon. I was in the swimming pool, and I missed it. I missed that scoop. 
All right. I was over in neighbor Ted's pool, of all places. Stephen, it is time. We need to, we need to advance the ball on a lot of different things. Um, and we got a lot to talk about today. Now, at 1.40, we are going to let you hear a little bit more of our interview with a big-time uh, NFL executive, former Seahawks executive who's now an ESPN draft analyst, Jim Nagy. All right, we'll do some more of that at 1.40. But, uh, but next, a little bit of our own. Uh, we, we've never gotten to talk about spring game. We were, at, we were represented very well at spring game by Touchdown Tommy, Q, and Mosley. And we need to kind of weigh in on all this and, uh, and hear a little bit from Dave Aranda. It's all next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaFoy. Mostly cloudy and muggy today with a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs top out at 86 degrees. Showers and thunderstorms are likely tonight, and some of these thunderstorms could produce some heavy rainfall with a low temperature of 68. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time. Man put out an APB because Louie is missing. Louie is missing. Louie is missing. Police are asking for help to find Louie. Louie is the minor league uh, baseball team in, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Chattanooga Lookouts. Somebody broke in and stole the uniform, the mascot uniform. So Louie's gone. Be on the lookout for the lookout. Yeah. That's a good one. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Rediscover the thrill of driving with power and exceptional handling and control in a new 2021 Cadillac from Richard Car Cadillac. Whether you drive the dynamic 2021 CT4 or CT5 sedan or the sporty and spacious XT4, XT5, or XT6 lineup of SUVs, starting at only 32.9, the Cadillac of your dreams is waiting now to make your 2021 an exceptional year at an affordable price. Test drive from the expansive selection at Richard Car Cadillac or let us bring a test drive to you. Go to richardcarcadillac.com to schedule a test drive today. Man, I love it talking about Cooper Complete. I swear by these supplements. I think it's even, I had that horrible accident, but you know one thing? Never got sick. Never got, you know, fought off the COVID. Now, I followed all the rules and all that, but I also was taking like immunity boosting supplements, the multivitamin supplement. American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of fish each week. Uh, containing omega-3s to help improve heart health. We don't always do that. I'm afraid we don't always do it. People like Stephen are not out there looking for 
mahi-mahi all the time. Honey, can you get some mahi-mahi? That's not anything he ever says. But if you're not getting enough fatty fish in your diet, is mahi-mahi fatty fish? Uh, Add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily supplement regimen. Regimen. Cooper Complete Supplements are backed by Cooper Clinic Physician and founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper, saw him the other day, 90 years old, just rolling at 90, just kind of getting it done, okay? We should all be so lucky. Uh, uh, he who recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. A lot of my friends at work have taken these. A lot of people in the Waco community, the greater central Texas area, have used these. Here's how you get your discount. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more, okay? Free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Here's how you do it. Take the Cooper Vitamin Quiz, and here's where you go to do it. CooperVitaminQuiz.com, okay? And you can get all these savings. CooperVitaminQuiz.com. Steven's doing it right now. He needs another batch of supplements. CooperVitaminQuiz.com. Support your heart health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Baylor softball lost a doubleheader to number one OU yesterday, 7 1 in the first game and 11 0 in six innings in the second game. Baylor will host Kansas in a three game series over the weekend. Baylor baseball sweeps the season series over Prairie View AM with a 14 0 shutout in seven innings last night at Baylor Ballpark. Bears will have 10 days off before hosting Kansas State at home. Joey Gallo broke a 20-game home run drought with a bomb last night to get Texas on track, and the Rangers beat the Angels 6-1. Rangers host the Angels again tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Astros are on a two-game winning streak, beating the Mariners 2-0 last night. Astros and Mariners again tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Mosley. Simcox with you in the 1 o'clock hour. It's become, well, I'm told one of the most listened to one-hour shows in the country. Stephen, is that accurate? Do we have any... Have you? Do we have research that shows that? Does that sound accurate to you? I could probably make up some research that shows that. Yep. <laughs> I, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh man, I was so excited. I was gonna, 
I thought I had some NFL news to break, but Steven, as always, has scooped me. Uh, no, you, you go ahead. You got some NFL news? Yeah, I think we're talking about the same thing. I don't know if it's the here. same thing. Are we, are we going Quarter, to like quarterback uh, Matt, Rule, Matt Rule land? Yeah, quarterback movement? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, go yes. ahead, Matt. Go ahead. All right. All right. I, I'm sorry, Stephen. I, most times, Stephen breaks all the news around here, but I get kind of excited about this one. The I'm going to give you a minute. Wait. I'm going to give you a minute to step in the newsroom, okay? Okay. Give me a second here. Okay. Matt Mosley show, Stephen Simcox. We now go to Matt Mosley in the newsroom for some breaking NFL news. Day before the draft. Go ahead, Matt. Did you hear those footsteps? I'm trying to. <laughs> that was good. That was good theater <laughs> of the mind. Yeah. I was just trying not to talk over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being in with it's like doing a show with Meryl Streep. I was just trying to live in the moment. I'm kind of a sound mixer. I don't know if you saw sound editing or whatever at the Academy Awards. I think I could do some of that. All right. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. That's the home of Matt Rule. All right, Matt was with us. He left us. Kim was with us. She left us. All right, uh, Panthers trading. Stephen, should I not? Should I stop tying everything to Mulkey's departure? Do you think that should? Do you think that's a bad idea? All right, Carolina Panthers trading Teddy Bridgewater. Wow, to the Broncos. Stephen, wait for it. What did they get? What did they get for trading Teddy Bridgewater, their starting quarterback last year, a sixth round pick? Source confirms. Ooh, okay. Uh, this is Joe Person, our old buddy, who covers it for The Athletic. The Athletic. The Athletic. It's this year's pick, 191, and gives the Panthers eight, eight picks this year, including three in the sixth. Ammo for more moves. Steven, nothing excites a fan base like loading up with six-round picks. Am I right? Can you, you can never have enough, kind of like that day three, the day three of the draft. You just own it. We're the Panthers. We've got three picks. Let's see what they do there. Will they go after the technician? Does Matt know anything about the technician? Did the technician commit while Matt, did he wait till Aranda was there, or did that happen under the Matt regime? I happened. feel like he committed. Well, it's an interesting question. I guess it was yeah. probably during the Aranda regime, yes. We'll hear from Dave in a moment, but uh, I, I like that. And, and, and by the way, we've got uh, Jim Nagy will talk a little bit about uh, uh, the uh, technician William Bradley King, Baylor's top flight pass rusher, who's expected to go, I don't know, mid, fifth or sixth round, something like that. Mm-hmm. He'll, go, he'll go help somebody. So, Matt, the Broncos are picking ninth. Do you think this means they are out of the market for a quarterback, or is this just somebody who could step in there in that room and, and mentor a new quarterback? Well, what we found, Stephen, is these teams are never out of the quarterback business. If Lance or Fields or somebody comes down there at nine, you got to be able to strike. You got to be ready, boom, boom, ready to go. Because you, I, I think probably Lance is a guy you'd like to mentor for a year or something. So this is just kind of a, hey, bring Teddy in here. You didn't have to give up a lot, obviously, for him, six round pick, and let's get some more experience in this room. Now, Stephen, you, you seem to have followed the Drew Locke narrative where where is where do people stand on him is is he like kind of i mean is is his is it kind of like eh maybe he's still in the picture maybe not does does he kind of have a uh almost a rosen type reputation at this point kind of like eh maybe maybe all you know we thought a lot of him but he can't quite deliver where are we with drew Locke? rosen my rosen's not a 
not necessarily the best comparison, but yeah, I think it's it's definitely kind of meh. I mean, people are, are sort of mm. over it. There was some promise there. It, it's really to intriguing, a, too. Yeah, I'll try to come up with a better comparison <laughs> next time. I apologize. <laughs> so sorry. No, go on. I like this. I like where you're headed with this. Drew Locke, you're giving him a meh. A meh, Just yeah. Just kind of a meh. Okay. Please come up with better comparisons so I can do my takes. <laughs> uh, there was some promise when he took over, like, middle of his rookie season, and last year did not go well. The Broncos... I, I don't know. I feel like they almost have to take somebody, even with Bridgewater, because they, they tried the Case Keenum thing. That didn't work. And then they sort of stumbled upon Drew Locke, and that's already fizzled out. I mean, John Elway needs to hit on one of these QBs. He's got to bring some excitement there to Denver. All right. We'll see who's there. Steven, do you, did you think it's a good idea of Chris Sims to put out a mock draft that had fields at, like, number 31? Does that Did that feel a little bit like, eh, just – didn't feel totally right. Did it feel a little disrespectful to the young man out of Ohio State? I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, you got to do what you your gut tells you and what you're hearing in a mock draft. You got to, I mean, and you look at the film. Chris Sims has been looking at the film, but does that seem a, a tad bit disrespectful to put? Do I call him John Justin Justin Fields from Ohio State? At number 31 in a mock draft. I did, to me, that doesn't sit real well. I, I would say it's disrespectful, yes. And Chris Sims, I mean, he is a film guy. And I know he's hit on some of these QBs. Like, he was high on Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen when other people weren't. And he's sort of taking that to the bank. But he also, he's got some hot take guy in him. I mean, he, he likes to rile the people up. Who do we? Who do our people want tomorrow, Stephen? I was just thinking about this. Okay, the day of the Cowboys, the day of the draft. We're obviously going to be talking about a lot of Cowboys. We'll have our big show. Uh, we had our big show. That Stephen was talking about. We got uh, boy Stretch will be weighing in. You'll have Tom. Tom's put in a ton of research on this draft. Um, I think uh, Garrett has been plugging away at this thing. It's going to be good. It's going to be good stuff. But uh, but Stephen, of all the Cowboys people, obviously I covered him a long time. But Archer. Uh, Clarence Hill, Clarence E. Hill, John Mashoda from the Athletic, or would you want, would you want to go with like a one of my old buddies, like Calvin Watkins? And Calvin sometimes gets distracted when he's driving around. Let's throw Michael Gelkin into the mix, kind of like that young guy, Michael Gelkin or David Moore. Morning News still carries like five beat writers. It's like the only <laughs> the only paper in the country that still employs all these beat writers Stephen, who do you want is there anybody out there i know you guys always have that you and q like some guy named patrick who does some cbs stuff but I, who do you want of that group i just mentioned is there anybody that intrigues you mm, man and that, who do our people good. want so uh, yes please text in 254-662-1660 what about jane slater from the nfl yeah. network let's not forget about her i jane like i, I slater. would i like machota a lot Archer's fun just because he always seems kind of disgusted with you. <laughs> <laughs> he stays that way. I think I will ask him just to make him mad. <laughs> Is Clarence still speaking to you after you uh, went after him on Twitter about him being single last night? Somehow, of all those guys that I was for years very close to, Clarence and I are probably the closest. But you wouldn't know it because we kind of have a thing going on Twitter where we take shots at each other. But he said something about, yesterday he tweeted something about, you know, he likes peace. And it said, hashtag why I'm still single. 
And I think I responded, is that the only reason? I think Clarence, there's a lot of reasons Clarence is single. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I like Clarence because he, he's just, uh, he's an irascible character. Okay. That's kind of, that's kind of how Clarence, he just always, but now Archer will kind of come on with like some, just put out anger. You know, I, well, and he was on TV last night picking for the Cowboys. I believe he picked J.C. Horn from South Carolina Gamecocks. And by the way, are, do our people like that pick? Do our people like that pick? I, I want to hear that, 254-662-1660. Would you rather have Sertan? We'll do a poll real quick, a P-O-L-L, poll. Uh, it, it will, we'll, uh, we'll ask you, do you want Sertan? Uh, do you, uh, from Alabama, do you want J.C. Horn, or would you rather have kind of a wild card in there, Newsom or like Rashawn Slater or someone like that? Okay, let's 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 think through that. Stephen, do you have that uh, audio ready? On uh, do we have time to get that real quick? The um, the um, I mean, you always have stuff ready, but I'm, I, sometimes I throw things at you at the last second. The, uh, the, the Aranda or talk, the, or the yeah, Aranda. Aranda, yes, Aranda. I have that. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, this is something that we've been we hadn't had a chance to talk about. Because we were at the spring game. Maybe tomorrow I'll do a full spring game segment and give you all my thoughts from kind of what I gathered uh, from the spring game. And uh, and then also Kevin Lonk was sat next to me. He's our guy from Rivals that helps us out. May get some of his thoughts on it as well. But this was a little back and forth that I had with Dave Aranda about kind of where he is with the quarterback situation. How do you assess the quarterback's play today? Are you prepared to name a starter? No, um, not yet. I thought, you know, it was it's probably uneven. I think there, it was good to see things kind of settle and really progress as the scrimmage went on. I think similar to what we talked about in terms of the, you know, the Tuesday, Thursday, and taking that to Saturday, I think that's what you saw early on. Or at least that's what I felt. Um, and so, you know, coming off on the sideline, kind of settling down, and uh, not trying to have to be anything other than what you already are, man. Just take away whatever whatever's kind of going through our head or whatever we're making more of what it is. And I think once we got to that, we were able to be a little bit more consistent. And so I appreciate their, their ability to kind of work through that because um, uh, I know we got a good group, and I'm excited about what's still to come. All right, a couple of takeaways from all that. You know, Stephen, I tried to kind of, Make a little bit. I, I I took my mask down, smiled when I said, "Are you are you prepared to name a starter?" Kind of, kind of was bringing a little levity to the news conference. And everybody in the room, nobody cracked a smile. It was taken, you know, because I kind of deadpan things. It was absolutely taken as a as a as a real question, and that's okay. I mean, you know, we had to give him a chance, or I thought I I gave him a chance to say, "Is he prepared?" He said, "No, no, not prepared to name a starter." And we expected that, right? Um, but. It's just I don't know. I'm a, it worries me a tad bit when I hear that guys are doing certain things in practice, but then coming over to the spring game or the open practices and McLean and and they're not performing quite as well over there. I that that's not that's a little worrisome, but that's okay. That's what spring is for, working out the kinks, a little bit. We'll talk more about this tomorrow, but the the, the breakout player of the spring seems to be Apu, uh, Apu Ika. The, the nose tackle transfer out of LSU. And and I, I'm just I'm fascinated with this guy. I mean he's a he's just an awesome dude. He seems like a great character, 
great, just a great player. He's a monster. And, and I think Aranda thinks that he has a big-time defense. I really do. I, I think Aranda thinks he's about to go into a season with a major big-time defense on his hands. Now, I don't know what to expect in the offense, okay? I, I'm not going to try to blow smoke. No pun intended. I, but I, I, think, I think this is going to be fascinating. I, I think this is... I think it's going to be fascinating to watch how this all plays out. All right, Stephen, we have an opportunity now to hear from a great, uh, from a great NFL uh, executive, and he's a senior bowl executive, and he's also an analyst from the ESPN, weighing in on what he thinks is going to happen with these quarterbacks in this draft and what the Cowboys are going to do. We'll do that next. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, April 29th, our final Coaches Show of the semester, and hear from men's golf coach Mike McGraw and head baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Thank you, Billy. I wanted to talk right now about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business is Alan Samuels, certified by J.D. Power again this year as the winner of the Customer First Award for Excellence. Ram is the three-peat motor trend truck of the year. Back to back to back. Top safety pick for trucks named in 2021. 2021 new uh, Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star. Total values up to $5,500 or 0% for four, uh, 84 months. Steven, you think I could move some cars out there? I, I Sometimes I just think, man, put me on that lot. Put me out there and see what I could do. Now, here's what I have. The Jeep. Boy, that Cherokee. I, the Grand Cherokee is what I do. Those new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo's. Up to thirty-seven fifty in total values, or zero percent for seventy-two months. Some incredible deals. I mean, if you're like me, and you got one of those, uh, like a two thousand eighteen Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I love it, man. I just, I just zip right around Central Texas in that thing, wherever I need to go. Let's go to Salado. Let's go to Temple. Let's go to Belton, and I'm everywhere I want to be. But that two thousand twenty-one is kind of calling my name a little bit. Also, they have that Chrysler, the new two thousand twenty-one Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. Boy, Steven, Steven loves a good hybrid. He sits around there, McGregor, they're always talking about, hey, where can we find a hybrid vehicle? Uh, limited total values of 7000 or 0% for 84 months. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. 
May 9th, we celebrate Mother's Day, and Morrison's Gifts wants to remind you that they have been Waco's gift destination since 1979. They have the right gift selection to make her day great. John Hart leather bags and luggage, Consuela purses and accessories, bath and body items, candles, home decor, and so much more. Can't decide? Let the fine folks at Morrison's Gifts build a gift basket that she will love. Always free gift wrapping. That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni business located in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Baylor softball lost a doubleheader to number one OU yesterday, 7 1 in the first game and 11 0 in six innings in the second game. Baylor will host Kansas in a three game series over the weekend. Baylor baseball sweeps the season series over Prairie View AM with a 14-0 shutout in seven innings last night at Bader Ballpark. Bears will have 10 days off before hosting Kansas State at home. Joey Gallo broke a 20-game home run drought with a bomb last night to get Texas on track, and the Rangers beat the Angels 6-1. Rangers host the Angels again tonight, 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Astros are on a two-game winning streak, beating the Mariners 2-0 last night. Astros and Mariners again tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, yeah. Here's Steve. You can go Steve Miller Band anytime you want, right here, ESPN Central Texas. Classic hits, classic sports radio. Man, so much good stuff to talk about. Draft tomorrow. Got that big draft party coming up. Boy, touchdown, Tom. Garrett will be in position. Stretch will be standing by with all sorts of draft information. J.C. Horn has loose hips. His hips turn really well. No, it's not a good one. I need to work more on that, Stephen, because uh, Stretch comes hard. When he comes with an opinion on the draft, he comes hard. And uh, always appreciate him and what he brings and uh, golly, Steve, can you imagine if you if you give him an opportunity to get after some wings? Do you think he would order the twenty five wing piece or the fifty wings? Where does Glenn Stretch Smith on a wing order? Where does he come in? Yeah, I think we're probably closer to fifty. God, fifty wing. I'm going to ask him at some point what's the most wing he's ever done. The most wings he's ever done at one sitting or setting, sitting, sitting. Um, okay, Stephen, it is time to do this. We, we, we weren't able to play all this for you. We've saved a little time for this today, but we had an opportunity. Uh, by the way, Stephen, is there any other breaking news you need to get out of the way before I go to Nagy here? Is there anything else you want, you want to uh, say? No, I think we're good. Okay. Um, we're we're going to hear uh, Ed Werder and I, longtime uh, colleague of mine at ESPN, longtime friend, uh, we, had, we were able to sit down with a big-time NFL executive, He's the director of the Senior Bowl, and he's a big-time personality now on ESPN. His name's Jim Nagy, and we had a chance to quiz him on what the Cowboys were going to do, what he thought about quarterbacks, a lot of different places. And so we want to share more of that interview with you, and we'll do that right now. As we talked about at the at the start, you made the point about all the quarterbacks and that they'll push defensive players down to teams who prefer that, such as the Cowboys. Uh, how do you have the top quarterbacks ranked and how many do you think are going to go in the top 10? 
Well, Ed, I like to stay away from rankings in my position. Uh, that's where I'm different than all the other ESPN guys. I have a senior bowl job that I need to be responsible for. So the whole ranking thing doesn't usually set well with schools and agents. Um, so I like to stay away from that. Uh, but it's a, it's a good class. And I, I, I totally appreciate your question. Um, I think the first two that come off make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence makes a ton of sense to Jacksonville. I've, I've spent a lot of time on him. Uh, met him a couple years ago at the Manning camp. He's more than mature enough to handle it for Jacksonville. Zach Wilson jumps off tape. I mean, he's a really, really easy tape evaluation. Other than there's the obvious quality of opponent that they won against at BYU this year. I, I get that part of it. But in terms of the physical stuff, the athleticism, arm talent, I mean, it's all there. And then the other, the other three guys all bring something to the table. They're all very different, though. You know, you really – you could hear a case for all three guys. I think Mac Jones to San Francisco makes sense. Um, he really does. I mean, with the way he plays from the pocket and plays from the neck up, a lot of people are scoffing at that right now, and they're saying he's not athletic enough, and he's a, you know, he's a dinosaur. I don't, I don't believe that at all. I believe when you're as good as he is in those areas in terms of accuracy, pocket feel um, – you know, decision-making guys have been winning at that level for forever with that style of game. You don't have to be Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes to win a Super Bowl nowadays. I really don't, I don't believe in that at all. Justin, Justin Fields might have the best tools of any of them in terms of athleticism, arm talent combination. And then Trey Lance. I mean, he's, he's a really, really intriguing prospect. He's just coming from a small school. So there's, there's more projection with, with Trey Lance, but I, I do, I would buy into the fact that people say in three to four years, Trey Lance could be the best one. I'd have a hard time. I'd have a hard time fighting against that. So I think it just comes down to these teams, particular needs and, and what they want at the position, but there's all something there. There's some years where you see guys really pushed into the first round and, and it doesn't make sense. And I've graded a lot of those players over the years. I mean, thank God I didn't have most of them in the first round, but uh <laughs> But, but I don't think any of these guys are being pushed. I really don't. I think, I think they're all deserving. I, um, I was going to ask you about the, uh, the Lance thing fascinates me. You know, it's funny how I had a major insider I, we, the other day basically say, well, he's the guy who could fall the most. And then within the last 24 hours, there's a report he could go three overall. So we're getting close to the draft because you can tell with all this information – it, the Lance seems to be the most. There's just so much sort of unknown about him. Like compare the, for instance, what you knew about Wentz a few years ago, who obviously came from the same school. Is it like light years more than you know about Trey Lance? Is is it? I mean, because obviously Wentz went very very high. Um, and and is there a comp? Like who's your favorite comp for? for Trey Lance. And I've even heard some people say Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. Yeah, they, Dak's a good comp, um, but Dak went in the fourth round, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dak wasn't Dak when he was coming out of Mississippi State, or at least a lot of people didn't think he was. Um, but I can see there's a big variance on Trey. I mean, I, I, I know the people around him very well. Um, talked to the guys at North Dakota State. We had a couple of his teammates at the Senior Bowl, Jabril Cox being one of them. And they all say great things about him. So super smart, super intelligent from the, you know, super mature from the get-go at North Dakota State. Like there was never a weird transition period where he had to work through being a, a young knucklehead or anything. Like he, he, he's ready to go that way. It's just that he hasn't played a ton of football. The, play, the football he has played has been very good. But then it's the level of comp concern. No FBS opponents. 
I mean, the Oregon game this year would have been a huge stage for him to play on at Autzen Stadium. He didn't get that. He couldn't come play in the Senior Bowl because he was only a redshirt sophomore. So there, there's just more unknowns. You know, sometimes the unknowns make us, uh, you know, they get a little more enamored with the player when we don't know the whole thing. So I, I could see him going three. I think he would make sense in San Francisco. Um, and I could see him falling a little bit because teams really don't know what they're going to get. Either way, I don't think you want to rush him onto the field. I really don't. I think when you're in Fargo and you're winning every game and you essentially walk on water in that with that fan base, wherever he's going, there's going to be a big burden on him to come in and play at a high level. So uh, to me, Atlanta seems like a great situation because he could go sit behind Matt Ryan for a year um, and really learn and get comfortable. But but you're right. I mean, I think he's the most volatile stock in the whole draft on where he goes. What is it you think that Dan – What's what are the most important attributes you think Dan Quinn brings to this job here in Dallas? He brings a ton of energy, and I, I know sometimes you hear that about coaches, but, but Dan's got so much juice, and it's so real. It's so genuine. It's not manufactured. I think players see right through guys that are – you know, have like too much rah-rah, and it doesn't, doesn't really jive. It doesn't seem real. Dan just has a real genuine energy to him and a positivity to him that uh, I think is infectious with his players. In, in terms of the coach, I've seen him do great work with pass rushers. You know, that's kind of his his forte, coaching that D-line, and he's coached so many good ones over the years. But just in terms of the overall, um, what he brings to a unit is just, just the passion. And those guys play hard. I mean, those Seattle defenses, yeah, we had talented guys, you know, Earl and Cam and, and Richard and Bobby Wagner. I mean, they were great players on that defense. But I think the common thread between all of them is that they were hyper competitive and they played hard um so i think dan's going to get that out of his guys and i think most importantly he's going to target guys that have that you know they're going to have that swagger i think a lot of teams try to shy away from having too many alphas in the room and uh we kind of embraced that we kind of leaned into it the other way in seattle we we collected those guys we love those guys so i would i would think if i'm a cowboys fan Try to try to figure out which guys like have that alpha dog in their personality and their playing style. And to me, those are the guys that, that are going to appeal to Dan. And since we're talking about those picks, does um, offensive line has come up with the Cowboys too, Jim? Um, I'm wondering if Slater, out of uh, you know, some people projected him to move inside and play guard. Um, it, it's funny how we in our minds think what a Northwestern player is supposed to be. And I don't know if Slater totally fits that. Like, I, I, you know, maybe there's some nastiness to him, all that kind of thing. Um, what, what would he look like? I mean, if he was there, per, for instance, at number 10, is that something, uh, you know, what, what, what is it about this guy? And, and where do you kind of stand on those offensive tackles and guards that are in that range? Yeah, Slater's been, been our highest graded one. I mean, he had a chance to come to the Senior Bowl, but the opt-out kind of killed that. You know, he... He hadn't played in a year. I think he was a little worried about the rust factor and, and things of that nature. But a great player, um, high-end athlete, great feet on tape, great patience. Um, you know, he isn't the longest guy, so I understand with 33-inch arms or 33 and a quarter, whatever they ended up coming out. I mean, it wasn't your prototype 35, 36-inch um, tackle, but he gets it done because he's got great feel for his pass sets. He's got great feet, um, uses his hands really well. But again, if you wanted to kick him inside, that makes sense. I think. There's way too many people in the draft process now that just want to dig in their heels and fight for certain things. And to me, just put him where he fits best. Could he play left tackle? Yes. If Tyron Smith is healthy, could he kick inside and play guard? Yes. And he'd do, he'd do either one at a high level. I think 
I think he's going to be a Pro Bowl level level player, to probably regardless of which spot you put him at. You know, I, I liked it the other day. I think you tweeted about some of those players that may not be getting as much attention. Humphrey's a kid that we've seen in the uh, uh, from Oklahoma for a few years. Um, I think it was uh, Manieras or however you, say, however you say his name. I like that. I mean, that guy's kind of a fascinating guy to me. The other one where I actually went to the pro day was this William Bradley King. The man calls himself the technician. And you've said good things about him. I think he was another senior bowl uh, player. I He didn't run great that day, and maybe we expected that. But he, he does seem to always be around the quarterback. Is that is that a guy that at fourth, fifth, sixth round could be kind of a, a, a great option for a team? Yeah, yeah. You brought up Creed Humphrey, Miners. I think, I think, I think Humphrey's going to be a Pro Bowl center. I think he's a really, really one of the safest picks in the draft in terms of you know what you're getting. Um, Quinn Miners has been an astronomical jump up this draft chart. Uh, when we invited him to the Senior Bowl, I mean, I reached out to probably over half the league about Quinn, and nobody had draftable grades on this guy. And now he's going to go in the top 50 picks. It sounds like so. Um, I don't. It's unprecedented. I don't know if we've ever seen a, a draft process like a kid for Quinn. Um, and then yeah, William Bradley King. It's funny he calls himself the technician on Twitter. Because he's what what I love about him, he's he's like combative, he's aggressive, um, he's got a really heavy punch, and he plays his butt off. So like he's kind of the anti technician to me. He's kind of a bull in a china shop sometimes. Um, but I love his game. I I, I think he's he's not going to get out of the fourth round. I don't think just based off where he's at of talking to teams. And he's a he's a really heavy handed, combative, physical edge setter um, on first and second down. And then I think he showed more at Arkansas State in the past, like going back to his, his uh, junior year at Arkansas State, you know, put up big sack numbers. Uh, he was around the quarterback a lot for Baylor this year, but actually missed at the quarterback some. Um, he had a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of close but no, close but no cigar plays in the backfield. Um, so there is upside there. Um, and the cool thing about William is that he has a knack when he gets around the quarterback for getting the ball loose. Um, and again, you saw that a ton at Arkansas State. So he did a nice job this year at Baylor getting his hands up. He had a bunch of pass deflections. So he's got a little bit of like a disruptive knack as a, as a rusher that I don't think people are giving him enough credit for. So again, in the fourth round, if you're dra- if you're just drafting him to be kind of a wave, you know, part of the rotation player, you might end up with more than that in two or three years. You might end up with a starter. Boy, there he is, Jim Nagy. Good stuff. Good stuff. Lots to come. You got Glenn Stretch Smith. He's a big draft guy, draft Nick, and uh, he'll talk. He'll talk a little bit at, at three o'clock today. John Morris show coming up next, and uh, Stephen. It's been a game time. Tommy and uh, Garrett. Boy, they're always at four to six. It's a fun show as well. And um, we uh, we were we were pleased today to be. We really had a lot of good feedback, and um, and uh, we've uh, we've given sort of everybody opportunities to to sound off on this whole Kim Mulkey, uh, her departure. And that, uh, and it's what I like to do. Steve, I like to hear everybody's side, try to, try to see what everybody's saying. And then we don't, uh, we don't try to cater to anybody. We just, we try to report what we know. And, uh, and fortunately we've been able, and you know what, Steven, it just keeps coming back to me. We ought to, especially at Baylor alums like myself, we ought to, we really ought to stop with any kind of like, uh, Oh my gosh, she did this or she asked for that. I mean, like at some point you just got to say she's gone, it's, she's not coming back, and we just need to take the high road uh, with everybody and not rip. I mean, I'm not here to rip Mac, and I'm not here to rip Kim. 
Something happened. It's not good. She's gone. It shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have ever come to that. But uh, I would like for Baylor people to stop participating in all this mudslinging. Like, who? she's gone. She's not coming back. Okay? We'll have all the people on that we need to talk to about it and all that good stuff. But I'm just, I'm a little tired of the, uh, some of the back and forth and all that. She's gone. She's not coming back. All right? I think Louis Grizzard wrote a book about something like that. Um, here, only John Morris would, and maybe Tom, would know who Louis Grizzard is, uh, former Atlanta Constitutional uh, for, uh, columnist who became a novelist or actually just a writer. Stephen, that's all we have. I hate to do it, but we've got to go. John Morris is standing by. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 1 o'clock.